When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, it's Anne-Marie Cross again with you today, and this is episode 156. Let me ask you a question. Are you a woman in business who, despite hiring top business coaches, are still struggling to grow your business? Maybe you see others succeed in growing their businesses. However, despite all of your hard work and all of the things that you're implementing in your business, you still struggle. And you may ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? Well, my guest today is here to shed some light on this question. And joining me today is Andrea Pudding. Andrea is the guiding light for entrepreneurs who are ready to embrace their true potential. She's here to guide you as you get in touch with your true soul purpose and help you get clear or clear away those blocks allowing you to be the dynamic success that you're meant to be. And on today's show, Andrea is going to help you understand why others succeed and maybe you're still struggling. She's also going to be able to help you feel in your body where and what these energetic blocks may be, as well as also helping us learn some simple color therapy techniques that we can try at home safely to help us clear our paths. So welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's lovely to be here. I think so many of us can uh, resonate with investing in ourselves, investing in our businesses and still remaining stuck whilst we're looking at our colleagues, whilst we're looking at other people in our industry who seem to be doing so well. And it can be really, really frustrating. So really looking forward to you sharing some of the things that you've found. Why are so many women still struggling to get their businesses going, even if they have engaged top business coaches? Yes, it's been an interesting journey that I've had. And I've found this quite often. And, you know, I speak to colleagues who are you know, we're just striving, working hard at our businesses and just we just weren't getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we just stopped and started looking at ourselves. You know, we have all these great ideas and ambitions, but we haven't done that work on ourselves to start with. And building a business is such a personal development journey So without spending time connecting in with your own spirit, understanding what it is that you truly want to create, what you really want in life, then, you know, you're just moving forward and going through motions and not really getting ahead. And often what I've found is that when we're looking at it, we're not really sure on what our sole purpose is. You know, we 
think we've got it right. We just, you know, and go ahead and, and move forward. But until we tweak it to what we really want to create in, in life, then there's just something in the back of us that just backpedals all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to just spend some time getting in touch with that and understanding what it is we want to create. And, they, you know, and then what I found myself, it was like, why aren't I out there doing this? You know, I know that I can do this. I'm an intelligent woman and I've got all the knowledge, the understanding, but I still had these blocks that I hadn't looked at and I haven't worked at. And very much there are some that you just go, I don't want to look at it. You know, you just don't want to address those issues in your life. Mm. You know, as I hear you speaking, Andrea, and certainly um, dive into this more, because I think this is something that so many women in business can relate to. And it's almost like when we do join a community where people are up to really great stuff, and you've said we haven't really taken the time to explore what our sole purpose is, what we are really passionate about. We almost then take on what other people are doing. And I can see why that that's just not going to resonate with us because it's not connected to our why, it's not connected to our passion, it's not connected to our our purpose. And, and that's why even though we may be taking the exact same steps that these mentors and, and other coaches are encouraging us to do, it's just not landing, it's just not connecting with who we are because we haven't taken the time to, to really research that. Is that what you found? Yes, that pretty much in a nutshell. Yeah. And also when you do work with a mentor, I remember my first mentor was just saying, just do what I do. Mm. And then I got to a point one day and I just thought, well, hang on a minute. I'm not her. <laughs> <laughs> I have a different set of gifts and skill set and I want to do things a different way and if I stop and do things her way it just doesn't work for me mm. you know I can't put myself out in the world the way that she can yeah. and she can't put herself out in the world the way that I can this is huge because how many people do you know that look at what other people are doing and they try and copy they try and emulate and because it doesn't gel like some people might be very vivacious and some people might be very dramatic in the way that they do things some people might be even controversial you know where they use foul language and things and if you and they may really be successful but if we're trying to copy them because we think, well, that's what we need to do. It just feels so inauthentic, doesn't it? It feels so fake. And it almost like shuts down permission to show up as our brilliant selves. I mean, that's, yeah, this is an area that I often will say to people, please give yourself permission to show up as you. And once you understand Mm. those things, then you can really become far more empowered in what you're doing because it's us, it's you. It, you know, we show up as ourselves and how we're meant to be and connected to really what our passion and purpose is. Absolutely. You know, and you get on the phone with, with a potential client and you're trying to sell them a program and you're trying to sell it almost a, a cop, carbon copy of someone else's program in the way that they tell you to sell it. And you just, you don't feel connected with it at all. No. No. So then the potential client isn't going to connect with you or connect with the program because you're not in that centred place of Mm. knowing who you are. Yeah. Yeah. As you're sharing that and, and, you know, I love the the transparency and I think really being transparent is great because it helps other people recognise that, oh, my goodness, I'm not the only one 
going to. <laughs> and I do remember being in, in some high-level programs too. And, you know, we were often encouraged to share our successes, which was great. And we celebrated the successes that these other women were achieving. But deep down, if I was really honest... I used that as a yardstick. And so what it did was it really got me stuck in comparison mode. It was like, what is wrong with me? I'm doing the same things. I'm not getting the same results. Therefore, and this was, you know, the stuff that I had to work for. Therefore, I'm not as good as them and I'll never be as successful as them. And, you know, the inner critic, she just went absolutely beat up on me, me, so to speak. So in some instances, what you're saying, if we don't look at ourselves, what's going on for us, where do we need to heal? What do we need to, you know, deal with and, and ask ourselves and work through so that we can really show up as powerful as all these other incredible women are doing? So what do you see then are some key areas, some typical areas that as women we really need to address so that we can then start to get ourselves on track and building the incredible businesses that we know we can? Well, the first thing is always connecting in with your own spirit. Mm-hmm. And I say it that way purposely because we don't allow ourselves that time. We're so busy with the world. We're busy with our family and our work. And often we don't just take that time to sit and connect. Mm -hmm. So whether that's a meditation or whether it's, there's a variety of different spiritual practices that you can undergo, journaling, even singing and dancing are, are great spiritual practices just to allow you to connect in with yourself. And I'll always say that's that's number one is having that time because that's when you become clearer on where you're going and what you're doing in life. The next thing we've already touched on is talking about your life purpose and being clear on what it is that you want to achieve in your life. That's always it's a really crucial thing. When you start out in a business and you know you think you've got it right and then 12 months later, things aren't going so well. You go, well, what's going on? And then you, you know, um, just take some time to understand what your life purpose really is about and able to tweak that. You know, I use the word tweak because often we're very close to it, but we just, you know, need some direction and tweaking of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Do you think, Andrea, and let me ask you this, well, I know you've still got some other strategies to talk about, but do you think as women we tend to be really hard on ourselves, critical of ourselves, and therefore that criticism or perhaps perfectionism and, and things like that really stop us from fully exploring, okay, what is it that we really do want? What are our dreams? What is our vision do you think that we kind of stop ourselves because of some of these other limitations such as perfectionism and just being too hard on ourselves? We certainly do. I have a friend who she doesn't have a business of her own, but I started talking to her about, you know, what is it she'd going through a really hard time with a with a marriage breakup. You know, what is it that you really want? Mm. And she could not connect in with the idea that she was allowed to have anything that she wanted. She felt guilty about that. Oh, but I've got to put the children first and I've got to put my family first and I've got to put this first. Just connecting in and saying, well, this is what I want or this isn't what I want. We don't allow ourselves to do that. And we're very much indoctrinated by society, you know, thinking that women have to be able to do it all. Yeah, we can have it all, but maybe we have a different image of how we have it all. You know, we don't need to be that perfectionist in every area and I'd be the first one to say I'm just going to let my housework go 
<laughs> I remember. Yeah, look, my I, husband might, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember when I first had uh, my first child, and that was gosh, twenty something years ago now. The nurse said to me, "She said, Dal, she said, let the cobwebs grow." enjoy the time with your child and I think that's so important because so often we put you know the limitations that we feel are often the limitations we put on ourselves it's not what other people's expectations are but rather what we perceive and I think yeah when we release those then it allows us to really step forward and and even hope to dream you know when we're not worried about what other people will think what other people will say I, I mean as long as we're not doing any damage and harm and we're not talking about that but but how often just to take time for ourselves to even sit down and do some journaling sit down and listen to soothing music when we think of all of the things that we need to do on our to-do list whether it be to do with business life family and all the other stuff that that many of us women are involved in we almost kind of feel guilty just taking that time but yet it's so important because otherwise we're not really going to explore what is it that we really want in this time of our life where are we heading towards what do we really want yeah it's like, and I still have to some days go, hang on a minute, I haven't taken that time this morning, you know, mm. even just 10 minutes. Sometimes I just, oh, hang on a minute, I haven't done that. Yeah. So it's just this regular thing that you've got so much going on. It's just like, okay, I've got to get onto this and I've got to do this and we just need to stop. <laughs> and really put that in our, uh, look at that time as not being something that is selfish, it's not at all. In fact, I think it's important to do that because if we're, we're business women, many of us have children, some of them may be older now, but still, you know, that they require of our time and we've got spouses and so forth and other commitments and things like that. When we don't put ourselves first and give ourselves time, we're not re-energizing. So the energy and the attention that we show up for other people in other areas of our lives are often stretched too thin. You know, and I think that that's so important. I recognized that a number of years ago, particularly for sitting down a lot in front of computers and carrying around heavy handbags, you know, my shoulders were starting to wear out and my mother had started to get a masseuse regularly. And I thought, oh, I'd love to have a massage. And it started with one. And now regularly I get those. When I first started that, I felt kind of guilty. It was here I am, you know, enjoying this hour and I'm thinking my poor husband is it, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought this is ridiculous because now I can do more, I feel healthier and I'm not putting my body under that much strain and I'm actually, yeah, giving back to myself. And it's so important when you recognize that. Yes, and I I love the analogy of when you're you're flying and and the flight crew give the presentation and, if the air mask fault comes down, put yours on first. Then mm. you can help others. Yeah. Because you just, you can't be helping others if you're struggling for air yourself. Yes. Yeah. And I think as our children get a little bit older, when I first started my first business, my children were were even babies and and toddlers. And as they got older, there were times when I had to do work and and then I would explain and they could understand that. And I think as women in business and as, as parents too, if we're juggling those two things, we need to be able to voice what it is that we need and the support rather than just expecting or giving, 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 giving. I remember an analogy similar to the one that you just mentioned Andrea where it was a fruit bowl and the mother said to her children 
imagine me as this fruit bowl and it's got lots of different fruits in it, apples and oranges and pears and everything. So every time you take something and I give, I love giving that to you. Yet there are times where I need to fill up that fruit bowl again. And so those are times where I need to rest or I like to read or whatever it is. And then every now and again, she would say to her kids, kids, my fruit bowl is empty. And they knew, all right, mum needs to take some time on her own to re, you know, replenish that fruit bowl. And I think it's not until we explain that to others around us and even to ourselves to give ourselves permission that, hey, my fruit bowl is empty or, hey, I need to grab that mask. And and take some air that we can really stand, move Mm. forward more positively. So you spoke about a couple of things. So let's just recap on those. And I love those. So there's meditation, there's, you know, taking quiet time and whether that is perhaps listening to some really calming, smoothing, uh, soothing music, journaling, love, love journaling to really help us get clearing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I find that's fantastic. And I like to just go down to the river. I'm nice and close to the Yarra River and I go down there to a quiet little spot and Mm -hmm. just sit I love that I call it my office (laughs) (laughs) what about some other things that you've done and that or that perhaps you can recommend because some of your clients have done to to really help them get back on track and and refresh and revitalize another thing that I find really important is taking a look at what beliefs that you have that don't serve you Mm -hmm. because we have these beliefs hanging into our subconscious that have been put there by life. You know, a lot of them come from when we're small children and our subconscious is trying to take care of us or we've been told things when we're children or it's not necessarily children either as we go through, but most of this seems to come from when we're we're young and developing. So it could be things like you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, money doesn't grow on trees, only rich people, rich people are evil, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that that sit in our subconscious. And while they're there, they're going off in the background. So it doesn't matter what we're telling ourselves, we could be telling ourselves fantastic affirmations, but in the background, our subconscious is going, no, 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 that's <laughs> not going to happen. Yes. <laughs> so the subconscious is kind of ruling the day there. So spending some time working out what they are, what your beliefs are that are holding you back and working on releasing those is a really important step, I find, you know, because once we can let go of those and recreate some new beliefs, we're able to move forward so very empowering because I know it is important to set goals and I love affirmations and I love inspirational messages and quotes yet if you've got a disempowering if you've got a belief that doesn't support that and if you say well this week I'm going to generate x amount of income and that many clients your subconscious going "Mm -mm, no you're not you know that kind of thing and you can see how one really negates the other so very very important to identify what are some of the beliefs what are some of the stories that you're telling yourself that are just not uh, helpful. Now, I know one of the things that you do with your client is to look at where there may be some energetic blocks that we're holding in our, in our body. And let me just say that I've done a little bit of study around EFT, which, as you know, emotional freedom technique, and I didn't realize 
just how significant when we're talking about emotions that we hold emotions in our body, positive emotions, negative emotions, and how these negative emotions really can block us to the point that it's very difficult to move forward if we don't release some of those blocks. So tell us more about this. You know, I'm just, just thinking of when you were saying that, how when we do have these emotions, if we don't release them, getting off the subject of business, then then they keep, we hold them in our bodies Mm. and they can become illness. Now I'm speaking as a naturopath. I recently had the same, that happened to me. I had lumps in my breast and when I did a process which is called cellular consciousness where I go into the body and speak to the body in a cellular level, I found that that was all about different heartaches I'd had through my life that I was holding in my breast. Mm. So it had formed lumps. Now, I just yesterday went and had a, another check and, there, and there's only one left out of several. So, mm. you know, just understanding that has made a difference. But then we hold them in our bodies, these things. That's our warning sign that something's not right. Mm. You know, you can feel it. You can feel tightness in an area of your body and looking at that and going into that and saying what is that about before it gets to the extreme can help us to unlock whatever that is and move forward and as long as we're not looking at it we're just ignoring that that's there then that's just going to continue to be a problem for us Mm. and it's not until we go okay well this is what's going on this is what the cause of it is and now let's release it and allow miracles to happen in their lives. Mm-hmm. I think that a whole awareness and taking time to just sit and be is just so very important because then we can recognize that tightness and it's not just a tightness that happens once but it consistently happens or we've got a headache that appears or, or something like a pain in the shoulder and and it's not till we give ourselves permission to do that I think then is what you're saying then we can really start to look at okay so what what's going on here is there something that I'm carrying around with me and and oh, I'm just so very aware of of that and, and learning more and more about just the significance of that and just so the importance of that so okay so talk a little bit about the simple color therapy techniques I don't don't think people recognize just how incredible that that is I I purchased a machine some some time ago and it was it's a caller color therapy machine it's like a laser thing have you heard of those and I have to say I should get it out more because Miss Sue (laughs) said to me because she used to use that light um, therapy machine whilst she was massaging me and I've had a bit of an earache for a while. And she said, have you been using that therapy, light therapy? I said, no, need to get it out. But share, share more because as, a, you know, I, as you does, said. It doesn't work in the <laughs> cupboard. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> so tell us more. Well, there's, of course, using having equipment like that is incredibly powerful. However, most people, you know, they, well, it is great to be able to have something like that, but not everyone has it or has access to it mm-hmm. or is wanting to outlay the money for it. So using colour therapy without that is as simple as wearing a colour. In some cases, if you can recognise where the, which area of your body is needing some attention, wherever the block is, then you can relate the colour to the different chakras and choose the colour that's appropriate 
or you can just do a random card selection or something with color. Mm-hmm. So the simplest things that, that I like to recommend is, like I said, wearing the color. However, you know, if it's not a color you like to wear, like for me, color that I always need to focus on the most is orange and I can't wear orange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, it's about having some orange things around in my office, whether it's a cup or just furnishings and things in my office where I can see orange all the time. And crystals, are you know, you choose your crystals according to the colour. I always wear and have an amber bracelet, which has got orange on it, so I can always connect in with a bit of a bit of orange. Mm-hmm. Just as you're speaking, some people may not even be aware of, oh. of colour therapy. However, <laughs> we know through interior designers and people that are not necessarily trained in your area that different colours create, if I can use that word, there's probably a different word, but create certain emotions in us, like red is bold and powerful. And so, so that's yeah, really that's- what you're saying is that different colours really do create kind of different emotions and absolutely yeah so if you can imagine if you've got a block in your that you're holding in your throat chakra which is and the, which relates to the color blue if you're hanging on to be able to share your message so you know surrounding yourself with blue in your life can really help to shift that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the other things is just eating foods of that colour. Blue is a bad example for, for colour for eating, but other colours are certainly easy enough to come across for getting that energy into your body that you need. Mm-hmm. Or blueberries. I do love blueberries. blueberries yes. <laughs> Get some blueberries. And I think, look, we're obviously just touching on this, but recognising that there are some things that people can do just to incorporate a bit of colour into your office that will really... Um, really just yeah really impact your emotions because we are emotional beings and when we're feeling really good that can uh, you know our emotional state can impact our physical state and vice versa and I think just being starting to be aware of that can certainly help us uh, and support us in, in in changing you know whatever it is that that continues to to block us I know was it last year I think it might have been the year before we completely stripped my office and like, I mean, there was nothing in it whatsoever and we completely repainted <laughs> it, got new furniture and, you know, now I've got this beautiful feature wall, which is kind of like a, well, it is a, a purpley kind of a, a colour uh, feature wall and then bright, you know, um, paintings. And it, it really, when I walk into that room, I instantly now really feel at home it's not cold because previously the office looked really like a corporate type of office and this one has got yeah different plants and I love wooden things and yeah so and so just that in itself and different colors and different flowers and things like that can make such a huge difference in how you show up and um, you know so certainly can can recommend that just these little things can really make such a big difference can't they Absolutely. And if you can walk into your office and feel good, then every day when you walk into the office, you're going to want to work into the walk into the office and you're going to want to work. Whereas, you know, if your office is cluttered and you don't like the colours and, you know, it's a feeling a bit dreary, you're not going to want to go in there and do the work in the first place. Yeah, exactly. 
So, Andrea, how can people find out more about you, more about some of the things that we spoke about today? Well, they can visit my website, which is andreaputin.com.au. And on there, I have a free ebook, which is Your Pathway to Spiritual Abundance Five Steps to Unlock Your Purpose, Passion, and Personal Power. And in this book, we talk about a lot of the things that we've we've just talked about Mm -hmm. Um, a section in there about colors and which colors can help you with your business and extend that into a few other things like crystals and aromatherapy that you can use we look at your life purpose we look at your money relationship and i've got a lovely session there section there on you know then once you get through all that here's some planning let's sit and do some planning and and work ahead Mm, wonderful I feel it's, you know, it covers a lot of this starting point where Mm. you can work through and and get really clear on what it is that you want to achieve in your life and and then move forward. Fantastic. So there you go. If you want to get a copy of uh, Andrea's book, all you need to do is go to andreapudding.com.au. We'll put the uh, link on our show notes as well. So to get to our show notes, go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES. One five six. If this is the first time you joined us today, welcome. It's been such an honour to, to spend the last 30 minutes or so with you. I'm sure you've taken away lots of uh, great stuff to work on. If this is, um, you have not yet subscribed to our iTunes channel, you can do so by clicking through to the show notes. While you're there, why not rate the show and leave a comment too? That helps us get this message out into uh, many other ambitious entrepreneurs' hands so that we can build a like-minded community. Just like we have today, every single week, we have another guest expert on the show to help you take your business to the next level. So hope you'll join me again next week. This is Anne-Marie. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.